1: welcome to The Tim Burns Show. I'm your host Tim Burns, the common man with common sense and an uncommon desire to know the truth. Well, I wanted to kind of wrap up yesterday. I stumbled and bumbled slightly. I had all this information in front of me regarding Mars, but let's put it this way. Water, oceans, freshwater lakes, like it was on Earth however many hundreds of millions of years ago, that didn't happen on Mars. It's never been covered with water. The amount of H2O frozen dust that you see covered on it. And again, I just want to say that out of 21,000 images, they only found a few that looked like there was water flowing. Could it have been silica? Could it have been? My opinion is what they're seeing actually is the remnants of lava flow. And because there's not much gravity, that will tend to flow more like water as it, it's not as heavy in a less gravity situation. And again, going back to the face on Mars, they took another picture from a different angle with a different light. I'm sure the same thing has happened here. That silica that's in a lava flow at a certain angle with a certain light shining on it probably looks like water. There's never been water. There's never been life on Mars. There's not going to be life on Mars. There may be the ingredients like there is on asteroids and comets and Earth. All the ingredients are there. But to go from the ingredients and getting into the complicated living matter, DNA is such a gigantic step forward, and there is a coordination of those ingredients that has to take place. And reason manifests itself in existence. And that's why. If it was going to happen, it would have happened. But this won't stop NASA from promoting this. This won't stop the whole goal of putting manned flights I've got another story regarding building robots with 3D printers and parachuting in modules to build a space station or a Mars space station. I mean, these ideas just keep going on and on. A vanity of fantasy. They've been sailing on their ego trip, blast off on their spaceships a million miles from reality. All right, so uh, we've got the jobs report coming up tomorrow also. And I just heard that they're estimating 200 to 220,000, 220,000, 225, something like that. But I can promise you this, after the 173,000 last month, 220,000 is a mediocre jobs report. It points to a sluggish economy. These are jobs that you cannot build an American dream with. But I'm going to predict that <laughs> I'm going to predict that they're going to phrase it in such a way, something like, "Okay, jobs were 173,000. They came in at 223,000. Uh, they grew by 50,000 jobs." Well, instead of giving you the raw numbers, you may hear something like 50,000, 173. That's percent. They may say something, jobs on a month-to-month basis grew 30%. <laughs> Somebody in the deadhead CNBC arena is going to make that statement. All right, the uh, other thing we want to do about predictions, and it, <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, in the story in the book of Genesis in chapter 1, God created the heavens and the earth in one one. In one week, six days, and then rested on the 7th. Isn't it amazing in less time than that how the world has turned upside down, and this all revolves around Russia, Syria, and specifically the United States, and this stand-down policy, not even red-line policy, just completely stand-down military force will never be an option under Obama or anybody under his administration well, there was somebody who actually made a prediction in front of 23 million people a couple of weeks ago, and he seemed to hit it right on the money.
0: So you've taken a very different approach to the, the question of Russia. You've called Vladimir Putin a, quote, gangster. Why would President Rubio's approach be more effective than President Trump's? Well, first of all, I have an understanding of exactly what it is Russia and Putin are doing, and it's pretty straightforward. He wants to reposition Russia once again as a geopolitical force. He himself said that the destruction of the Soviet Union, the fall of the Soviet Union was the greatest geopolitical catastrophe of the 20th century. And now he's trying to reverse that. He's trying to destroy NATO. And this is what this is a part of. He is exploiting a vacuum that this administration has left in the Middle East. Here's what you're going to see in the next few weeks. The Russians will begin to fly combat missions in that region, not just targeting ISIS, but in order to prop up Assad. He will also then turn to other countries in the region and say, America is no longer a reliable ally, Egypt. America is no longer a reliable ally, Saudi Arabia. Begin to rely on us. What he is doing is he is trying to replace us as the single most important power broker in the Middle East. And this president is allowing it. That is what is happening in the Middle East. That's what's happening with Russia. Thank in every you I want to bring in-
1: Boy, Marco Rubio hit it right on the nose in front of 23 million people at the debate on CNN a few weeks back, didn't he? he is really sharp when it comes to foreign policy i'm just not sure that his uh his establishment or his politician status with the landscape of we want a non-politician 50% of those who are supporting candidates are supporting the three non-politicians so um but boy is if there's ever one person who has a really sharp grip on foreign policy, I think it's Marco Rubio. All right, so let's get to some news. We'll get to Russia here pretty quick, but I want to go through um, some of the Hillary stuff here. And these are just headlines, and I'm going to wing through this as quickly as possible because just uh, just when a chapter closes, I, she's not even trying to come up with the next evolution of excuses. It's just all coming out. She's not saying. I guess she's going to let it all come out. And then come up with the master excuse for all of it. But uh, let's see here. Scientists, uh, before we get to Hillary, one little headline. Scientists are planning a space mission to nudge an asteroid out of its orbit in a practice run for saving the world. This is another project. I even watched this is dovetailing on Armageddon, the movie with Bruce Willis. And I remember during the movie, the statement, and it caught my attention right out of the gate when it first came out, was, well, we only have a million dollars allocated for the protection from this bombardment of asteroids that could take place at any moment. And again, we have a protective atmosphere unless a an asteroid or a piece of rock the size that could do some serious damage is coming straight on at us, it's going to be deflected by our atmosphere. We saw the, whatever they wanted to call it, the asteroid that was over Russia a few years back, that blew up 30 miles over Earth's surface. Why? Because not only do you have the atmosphere that helps to create that protective barrier, but the magnetic you know, for every action, there's an opposite reaction and earth as well as the other planets, as well as the sun is a giant magnet. And as it's drawing in, as it's attracting, whatever it's also for every action is an opposite reaction. It's also putting out these waves. It's almost like throwing a rock into a puddle into a lake and you see the action. Well, the opposite reaction are the waves you see in going away. The same principle is true. So they're invisible, but those magnetic waves going away from us also help to protect us. Now, as far as (laughs) the idea that there are a number of space objects that have the potential to hit us, they haven't found one that they're measuring that's Uh, that they've calculated that's on its way heading towards the ones that have gone off in the atmosphere lately, specifically that Russian one. It, basically, it uh, was destroyed because of the protective barrier. It doesn't happen very often. Now, look at the moon. I had mentioned this before. The moon doesn't have any atmosphere. It's a magnet. But it has, no, it has no atmosphere to protect it. And how do we know that? Because you can see all the craters over the last however many billions of years that the bombardment took place. The interesting thing is, is if there's a lot of space debris out there, you would think at some point in world history, as man has looked up to the moon during the night sky and seen it, at some point... If it was happening so often, it would have happened on the moon. And it would have been recorded. I don't care how ancient the history, how ancient the people would have been. Even primitive man somehow, some way would have logged that in. Maybe perhaps part of a totem pole where they make an account, a historical account, or some of the ancient cultures that go far beyond what traditional archaeology, traditional... Uh, you know, the the history as is taught to us in schools, the 6,000-year recorded history. Man goes a lot further back than that, and yet there's no tradition of anywhere where, and I, I'm telling you, if something hit the moon right now, can you imagine the dust that would happen from a even a small hit? It would be so noticeable, and yet it's not happened. My point is, is that... There's not much debris left. After billions of years of these magnets being out there and absorbing everything that's coming its way, well, it's like using a vacuum cleaner. And once you get the entire place vacuumed, it's done. All right, so uh, as, as far as more waste of time, waste of mind, waste of money, waste of taxpayers' dollars, I guess if we're going to grant NASA the ability to put hundreds of billions of dollars into something that's just not going to happen well that's what we're going to do all right so let's get to uh, all the hillary email stuff russia linked hackers tried to access clinton's server i heard that five times they tried to access her server more and more drama clinton lashes out at the staff Over gay-friendly passports. Didn't even read it. I just printed out the headline. I have no idea what it means, and I really don't care. Huma had access. Uh, Was kept abreast. Hillary was kept abreast of the Anthony Weiner scandal, which is Huma's husband. Uh, She joked about the Chinese hacking her server. Uh, Buyer's remorse was in one of her uh, emails over Obama. And a paper has said the emails are increasingly being classified as we speak. And again, like I mentioned yesterday, if it comes from a foreign, if it's related to a foreign government, foreign intelligence, it doesn't have to have a label saying classified. It is by definition the guts of the email, the guts of the information by definition is classified. Anybody who has any wherewithal in between the ears, knows that and Hillary knew that emails show Clinton leadership ownership of U.S. policy in Libya I printed out some stuff on this I'll read because this is really I you've heard me mention time after time that Hillary Clinton and her Libya policy was all about her status as being commander-in-chief for a day she wanted this her whole service as secretary of state was just about building a resume for running for president the proof is is all the inner relationship with the clinton foundation all of her her two main staff members doing all of that communication in between the tenio uh consulting firm that hired huma for hundred and five thousand dollars for seven months all of this I tell you, all of the ties going back and forth between this, it just shows and proves that it was all about the Clintons. It had nothing to do with Hillary serving as Secretary of State and doing the right thing, the right thing by America at that point was all about a resume enhancement. Most of the 3,849 emails date back to 2011 when the security situation in Libya was deteriorating and Clinton was leading an international charge to intervene in the conflict. The documents shed new light on how forcefully Clinton fought for the U.S. to become involved in the Civil War there. Hillary pushed this thing. Remember I told you, the Pentagon was even asking about if the White House knew what Hillary was doing, running her own, I want to be commander-in-chief for a day war. But long stretches of time without any mention of the conflict revives questions about whether she turned over everything related. Remember those emails that were missing 2011, May and June? The entire slate of her emails were missing right in the middle of the whole Benghazi situation. So we're probably thankful we got at least some revealing information with these 3,849 emails that we've gotten now. Will the FBI, is the FBI going to be on our side as the American people in exposing all of the deleted emails that probably are just ripe with so much more information? Uh, Sidney Blumenthal, I told you about, there's some information email information regarding his communication with Hillary. And this guy has been with the Clinton. Sidney Blumenthal is a true blue political hack. He's the one who planted the seed that Monica Lewinsky was a stalker before the blue dress showed up. Blumenthal told Clinton on August 22nd, 2011, shortly after rebels overran the city of Tripoli and deposed Gaddafi. This is when... All of a sudden, Gaddafi's being overthrown, and Hillary wants to take credit for all this stuff. This is her opportunity to go in there and to create a whole new Libya without having any idea what kind of forces, what kind of terrorist forces were on the ground. All right, we'll come back to this, and I'll finish this up, and we'll just pound away at some news items because I got about 10 sheets of this stuff. So anyway, stick around on The Tim Burns Show here on 810 KLVZ. Tim Burns for Nominal Exhibit Services. You know, big business is done at these conventions. And if you are already participating in your industry's convention and somehow it just isn't working right, maybe your venue has moved from one city to the next and labor is a complete hassle. You know what it takes to have smooth logistics. I encourage you to give Nominal Exhibit Services a call at 303-901-9090. One phone call does it all. They manage the entire process. So again, take the hassles out. Call Nominal three. Hey John, what's up? Hey Dave, I'm gonna get Sue something from this really cool jewelry website. What's the special occasion? There isn't one, but I was talking to Hank and he said he went to JT Jewelry and got Jill something. And funny story, he was watching a movie and heard the line The key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time. He goes to JT Jewelry and not only got our pair of earrings, he got our pendant too. He gives her the earrings, and she loved them. A few minutes later, he gives her the pendant and tells her, let's go to the jewelry store and get fitted into a necklace that's just the way you want it. He got her two pieces of jewelry? (laughs) Yeah, he said the prices were so good he couldn't resist, but the story gets better. They went to a company outing, and the boss's wife saw the pendant and just loved it. Jill was a hit of the party. That must have made him feel good. Good? Hank said the night might have been even better than his wedding night. (laughs) (laughs) What's that website again? jt-jewelry.com All right, welcome back here. Uh, Obviously, there's breaking news about this shooting up in Oregon at a community college. Uh, Police now say there's 13 dead. The shooter is down. And, of course, it's uh, one of these gun-free campuses. Uh, On top of that, they had one security guard who was unarmed up there. I want you to think about what they did because they have the same attitude. I heard just one comment. There was an attitude that we can't enter until we know it's all safe to enter. This is the same thing. I was just talking with this uh, about this before the last night, and the Columbine shooting came up, and the Arapaho High School here in the Denver area came up also. And all those cops, my buddy said, he said, "You know, I remember it. The cops were saying, "I've got fam- wife and kids. I'm not going in there." And so they let the two in trench coats kill until they exhausted themselves as far as killing and then killed themselves. Contrast that with the Arapahoe, where there was a security guard or a police officer with a gun, and he killed, the shooter killed the one girl who claimed that, um, I believe she had a Christian claim and it might have been why she was killed. But as soon as he killed her, the cop shows up and confronts him. And what's the first thing the kid does? He kills himself. That cop not being there, that security guard maybe given orders told to stand down until how many other people would have been killed at Arapaho. So there's the contrast. These people know about these gun-free zones, and they, in their cowardly ways, Is the only way they can accomplish what they accomplish. Uh, And one more brand new headline that just broke, and we'll get into the Russia stuff. (laughs) I'm wondering if they've already gotten the votes together for this before this nightmare that's unraveling with Russia taking over the leadership role in the world. But uh, here's the headline here. I mean, this is a joke. We already know. I mentioned the joke about giving Obama the guy, the Nobel Peace Prize guy, who really regrets giving Obama. Well, there is talk that uh, growing speculation, John Kerry, will be awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. For what? I have no idea. I guess we could click into this and see. But... uh, Let's see here. (laughs) Let's just do it. Speculation. Uh, Nobel Peace Prize finalized. Oh, for doing the Iran deal. The worst deal this country has ever done. And they're thinking about giving him the Nobel Prize. Is that so typical of the world we live in now? All right. Getting back to this uh, Sidney Blumenthal, the Clinton hack, told Clinton on August twenty second, 2011, shortly after the rebels overran the capital city of Tripoli and deposed Gaddafi, you, quote, you must go on camera. You must establish yourself in the historical record at this moment. The most important phrase for you to use, Hillary, is successful strategy. Well, that didn't last too long, did it? Because what we realized that They have just created an open door for whether Al Qaeda was there or brand new ISIS starting to show up. The country is a mess. I'm sure uh, Sidney Blumenthal isn't recommending that phrase to be used by Hillary at this point. Now, the Dem candidates, the Democrat candidates, are avoiding ties to everybody starting to separate themselves from Hillary Clinton. Bernie Sanders has raised 24 million. I think I saw that. that Hillary had raised 26 or 28 million in that same period of time and Bernie Sanders raised 1 million online donations faster than Barack Obama did and we have another one uh, Project Veritas and O'Keefe strikes again Hillary workers use Trump and I won't say this but they had a you know, a derogatory name over his face to register potential voters. And they were going, I saw the tape of this. They were going up to voters and saying, hey, look at this guy. You want to vote for, hey, you don't like him, right? Okay, here, vote for Hillary. Total felony in the state of Nevada. All right, let's get to, uh, you know, let's do this with, uh, I had mentioned Representative Luis Gutierrez regarding expanding, uh, that expands access to Obamacare to undocumented Im- immigrants. And I'm just going to let the sound play. There's two bites here, and it's about, well, oh, I don't know, a, couple, uh, a minute total, a little over a minute. The
0: Pope visited America, and he inspired a lot of people, even in cynical Washington, D.C. For one, he inspired Speaker Boehner to wake up the next morning and announce his resignation. As I said last week, it must be hard for a decent man like Speaker Boehner.
1: A decent man? Has he ever used the term a decent man on Boehner when he was serving as speaker? I don't think so. But because Boehner has stepped down, he's a decent man. To be the head of a... And you know what he wants to do because there are rumors that Boehner wants to do some sort of immigration bill, debt He wants to do a lot of things on the way out the door. So maybe this is Luis Gutierrez's way of playing nice and saying, Boehner, you can be The hero on your way out the door.
0: A new, no-nothing party of increasing the extreme measures to cut health care for women.
1: Did you like that one? The new, no-nothing party. Well, how can you do anything when you have Boehner as a leader? When you have Boehner not standing up for any principles? When you have a President Obama saying, my way or the highway, I get 100% of what I want, or I'm going to blame you for everything, and Boehner basically catering to that having no gumption. If you don't have any principles, then you basically are building your foundation. He has a foundation built in sand. And all he wanted to do was keep adding water to it to keep it harder, hard as concrete, apparently.
0: And round up and deport millions of undocumented immigrants. It remains to to be seen how Republicans in the House will conduct themselves without adult supervision.
1: Oh, Apparently, Boehner is the one who was the adult in Congress. Well, I wouldn't want to be one of his children if the kind of adult supervision of having no principles, can you, well, I guess maybe if I was a kid, I would want to live in a household with John Boehner because you could do anything you want.
0: But the speaker is going out on a high note. Having the Pope speak to America from the floor of the House of Representatives was a crowning achievement for the speaker.
1: If that's a crowning achievement, obviously that's his only achievement. And I didn't watch it, so I didn't see how many tears he shed during the process. And
0: now that his job is no longer on the line, I hope he will see immigration reform as the jewel in that crown and act before he steps down.
1: There it is. That's why Gutierrez is playing nice with Boehner right now, because that's exactly what he wants. And knowing these these establishment inside the Beltway. I want to be like a Democrat, spending all the money that's coming into the government. I wouldn't be surprised if Boehner doesn't try to do something like this. All right, and this is the second interest bite. as
0: well. That's why I'm introducing the Exchange Inclusion for a Healthy America Act of 2015, a bill to give complete. Access to the Affordable Care Act, regardless of their immigration status. The Exchange Inclusion for a Healthy America will extend health care insurance access to millions of our neighbors and family members who live here, work here, raise families here, and will probably live here for the rest of their lives. Who lack legal immigration status. It gives them access to health care exchanges and Obamacare under the ordinary rules of residency in the states in which they live and makes them eligible for subsidies if and when they file taxes,
1: just like the rest of us. It also subjects them to. Just like the rest of us, citizens? Is this the only way Obama's going to reach his goal of getting to 21 million, Is giving instant health care to 11 million? Because they're at 9.9 million. The goal is 21 million. Nobody's. We'll see how this sign-up period goes.
0: The individual mandate that requires individuals to have health insurance. The goal is to make integration and inclusion real for millions of families that are locked out under current law.
1: Well, the goal is to flood the system. And again, to make sure that they have no option to have to leave. If you grant all of these benefits, where do you, th- what do you think their motivation is going to be? Is to keep the benefits. Pretty sad, but it is what it is. All right, stick around, everybody, for the Tim Byrne Show. Hi, I'm Kelly Clarkson,
0: and I've toured the country dozens of times, and there's one thing I see everywhere, childhood hunger. The sad truth is that 17 million kids struggle with it. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network
1: of food banks gathers up surplus food and gets it to hungry kids. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org.
0: To help solve hunger in your community and to find your local food bank, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. As Internet technology advances, so does the threat of cybercrime. In times like these, we must protect ourselves from cybercrime. Antivirus software, firewalls, and security patches are just the beginning. Never open suspicious emails and only navigate to trusted sites. Protect your child by installing parental control software and monitoring their computer use. To learn more about cybercrime, visit ncpc.org or contact your local law enforcement agency.
1: A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Tim Burns for DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. Are you looking for an adoptable pet that's been rescued from abandonment or abuse? You know, there's a lot of different dogs out there. You can get a dog that goes from abandonment and abuse to a cage and then to you. That will never happen at DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. Why? Because they have a great rehabilitation system that helps the animal find who itself is. So I encourage you, anywhere on the front range, if you're looking for a dog, go to DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. All right, let's pound away on some Russia news. I've pulled some uh, quotes from each of these because this is just <laughs> this is classic. I I try and do it in Kerry's voice, but uh, I'll I'll just try and do it like a news presenter here. Russia begins airstrikes in Syria. Again, as I mentioned, it is amazing that in a matter of days the world is turned upside down because of the United States's lack of leadership. But it is a total reflection of who Obama is. He is a stand-down guy with stand-down policies. The last resort is military force, and the second to the last resort is a red line. Well, he tried the whole red line strategy, and obviously that didn't work. He was pounded. I mean, even the American people understood. Even the people who don't pay attention that much can understand this stuff. Uh, But the West disputes the targets. There's a real battle because in the beginning, as soon as it was announced, Kerry was all for this as long as. Yep, Kerry was all for going after ISIS, letting Russia take the lead in this. Why? Because Kerry knows, and he's a stand-down guy too, he knows Obama's not going to do anything. Hence, the United States is not going to do anything. And the military, the reluctant warrior leader of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under Obama, he's not going to do anything either. It's a last resort. They all say it's a last resort. It's no resort, period. Kerry said if Russia's recent actions and those now ongoing reflect a genuine commitment to defeat the Islamic State, then we are prepared to welcome those efforts and to find a way to de conflict our operations. Not only are they letting Russia take the lead, de-conflict our operations. What does that mean? A pullout? Sounds to me like it is. In other words, we don't want to be side by side with Russia in this going after ISIS. We want to default it right to Russia. And we'll kind of pull back and, and take a seat on the sidelines, you know. Throw our two cents worth from the nickel seats if we don't like what Russia's doing, which is exactly, it only took about a day before U.S. military and intelligence probably figured out that Russia had different intentions than what John Kerry, genuine commitment to defeat the Islamic State. Well, that's not taking place because the first targets seemed obvious that they were Syrian rebel targets. Well, that's who we're supposed to be supporting, which proves one thing. Russia went in there for one reason and one reason alone. As Marco Rubio said in his prediction he made two weeks ago, he said Russia is there to prop Assad up and to have this. Well, you know, George W. Bush talked about the access of evil, Iran, Iraq and North Korea. Well, we have a mini new axis of evil going on right now. Iran, Syria, and Russia. And they want to dominate the area. Russia wants to dominate that area. And they've got some pretty good money in order to create the... I mean, we're not going to do anything. This isn't even inspiring us to even think... About saying, I, this whole started, this this started with, hey, Russia, or, or hey, United States, as Russia put it, make sure your planes are out of the way. Dictating that we don't want to accidentally shoot down one of your jets if it's in our way. So step aside. Let somebody who's got the wherewithal, let somebody who's got the <laughs> cojones, for lack of a better word. Step in and do the job you won't do, and on top of that, we're not going to do the job you want us to do. We're going to do the job we want to do as Russia. We are prepared to welcome those. Find a way multi, uh, to to find a way to deconflict our operations and thereby multiply military pressure on ISIL and affiliated groups. But we must not and will not be confused in our fight against ISIL with support for Assad. Well, those are all grand words, John Kerry. He added that the U.S., quote, would have grave concerns. <laughs> Jeez, I tell you, would have grave concerns. Boy, that's made of a lot, isn't it? That's a real threatening statement. You think? You could say something like, he added that, would have grave, how about like, Don't do it. We would have a brand new military option if you choose to do what you're going to do, what they are doing. He added that the U.S. would have grave concerns should Russia strike areas where ISIL and Al-Qaeda affiliated targets are not operating. Well, that took less than the time it took to put this to ink. The moment he is saying this, Kerry is saying this, his strategy is being undermined. (laughs) The hope of John Kerry is being undermined by the actual strategy that Russia is carrying out because it didn't take long to figure out they were going after Syrian rebel strongholds. Strikes of that kind would question Russia's real intentions fighting ISIL or protecting the Assad regime. Well, you're the only ones in the world, John Kerry, Obama administration officials, you are the only ones in the world who believe that. Even a sixth grader, even CJ Pearson, the kid down in Georgia who got banned from following Obama's tweets because the petulant boy wonder in the White House couldn't stand being lectured being called incompetent by a 13-year-old black kid. And it's a black kid who could have easily been Obama's son. Oh, wrong politics, sorry. Uh, Real intentions of fighting. (laughs) Well, everybody knows what Russia's real intentions, Marco Rubio certainly did. Russia strikes again. Expose U.S. disarray. The only reason I pulled this one little quote is this is a Yahoo News story. Yahoo is traditionally pretty liberal in their news coverage and how they cover things. Russia is dramatic. But I want you to notice, this was the first paragraph. So even they at Yahoo News can't find a way to make this look good for Obama. Russia's dramatic entry Wednesday into the Syrian war put the United States on the back foot once again. (laughs) and left Washington struggling, no, it left Obama and his administration struggling to regain the military and diplomatic initiative. Don't blame this on Washington. Yeah, Washington's lost in space. The whole inside the Beltway mentality is definitely lost in space. But this, is, this blame starts with one person and all of the administration officials that he has surrounded himself with. A Russian officer contacted the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. His message was simple. Russian... This is really interesting, too. This is a new headline, a new story. His message was simple. Russian jets are about to launch airstrikes in Syria. Please stay out of their way. Kerry quickly protested to Lavrov that this was not in the spirit of Moscow's promise to agree to deconfliction mechanism. (laughs) Oh, Those liberals in their words. To ensure Russian flights do not interfere with U.S.-led operations. Funny thing is, as Kerry is protesting, as he's trying to say, hey, don't carry out that strat. The strikes were already underway. Russia notified the United States after they had already set their military motion into action. They know. They know that the Obama administration, whatever Russia does, they know they're not going to get held to account. They're, they know they're not going to be threatened in any way. And they bet on the fact, Russia bet on the fact, that there would be so, so much hope So much, oh, Russia, please help us. Carry out what we can't carry out. Be our heroes. Have you ever seen an American administration banking on Russia to be the hero for America? Well, you just witnessed it in a matter of days. Lebanese sources say hundreds of Iranian forces arrived in Syria 10 days ago with weapons to take part in ground operations. You think that Obama should probably call up the Iranians and say, hey, you know, we're going to nix this deal. You pull those troops back. You can't go into that area. Oh, that's right. We have a casual relationship with you regarding our interests, both of our interests in fighting against ISIL. See, this is what happens when you abandon the place and you left Iraq to fend for themselves and you let this onslaught come in of ISIS. And you don't have anybody over there to make sure the Iraqi people have that you have their back. And so all of these are the ramifications of the simple step that was taken to pull out. And for what? Because we had accomplished our mission. That mission As rocky of a road as it was in the beginning, the place was peaceful. The factions were coming together. Sure, they're going to have a a step back before they take another step forward. But we're talking about a seed of freedom planted in 13th century old politics. And in this short period of time, it took us 11 years from declaring our independence to our constituting, to putting in, to aligning ourselves and establishing the constitution took 11 years. We didn't even give them 11 years. And yet we're getting what? Well, we're getting what we pay for and we didn't pay to stay. I mean, who knows what could have happened, but we know what's happening now and all because this was a campaign promise And this is a total reflection of who Obama is. He is a stand-down guy, not military as a last resort, never military as a resort whatsoever. Uh, Russian jets bomb rebel positions in Syria, including rural areas. These are the new stories coming out. It didn't take, it was less than 24 hours. And our military intelligence was figuring out, oops, they're not going after ISIS. They're going after the Syrian rebels. Gee, I wonder why that is. Hmm. Maybe they want Assad to have the power. Well, that's exactly what they want. They have been aligned with with Syria and Assad for a long, long time. And they make big money of selling military technology to both Syria and Iran yes the new access of evil is upon us right now and yet we rooted for the lead of that access to go in there without having any any idea whatsoever about potential consequences did any of those gurus who sit up in that upper liberal room did any of them say all right here's the scenario as it's unfolding and here are the potential outcomes do you think they had a positive and a negative ben franklin let's list the positive and the negatives on this no they put one line down let's hope russia does this for us sick it's really sick actually the same sources Let me hundred. The same sources say the Russian airstrikes will soon be accompanied by Syrian Army and allied ground advances. So here you have the access, the new access of evil coming together, and they're going to put a troop. They're going to put an alignment of troops together. Now, if they are taking out what I heard was if they're going to take out ISIS, guess what they're going to take out ISIS. What territory they're going to take ISIS from? that's right they're going to make iraq even more of a nightmare than it is right now because russia wants to clear the deck in syria and shove all of the cockroaches onto the into the next room of the cockroach infested house that is, is that it is over there putin brand new headline that came out putin drafts 150,000 soldiers hmm I, I, I'm i assuming he's just going to put all of those soldiers at all of the checkpoints to get into Russia through border crossing situations, right? Yeah, sure. The timing of the move on the very day Russia entered the Syrian conflict yesterday will raise suspicions the Russian president is planning a wider offensive to prop up his Syrian counterpart. Do you think? <laughs> All right, so let's a few other headlines as we change the subject. We might come across, I got a lot of stuff here. We might come across stuff that relates to Russia, but it'll be older news, probably before. That was the latest and greatest news. Feds are developing an app to predict psychological status of Americans. The National Institute of Health Inventors have developed a mobile health technology to monitor and predict a user's psychological status and to deliver an automated intervention when needed. Oh my goodness, is that what we need? All right, stick around, everybody, for the final segment of The Tim Burns Show here on 810 KLVZ. Tim Burns for Nominal Exhibit Services. The convention business is big business. Why? Because big business is done at these conventions. 20%, 40%, half the business for the entire year can be done at these conventions. If it's time for your company to step up and you just don't know where to start, I encourage you to call Nominal Exhibit Services. Not one company does it all, but one company takes care of all the logistics, and that's Nominal Exhibit Services. Call them at 303-901-9090. All right. Welcome back here. Uh, Continuing feds developing an app to predict your psychological status. What possibly would they be doing with this? Well, I can promise you one thing you're going to have the incorporation of just what happened today in Oregon, a shooting. Now, We're not supposed to take into effect that, had there been somebody who was, well, for lack of a better word, ensuring domestic tranquility and providing for the common defense in that school, that may not have happened at all. Or maybe there would have been one person killed and by the time that person was ready to do some more damage, he would have been confronted. And every one of these people does one thing they take their own lives when confronted. <laughs> Here's some more gobbledygook from this. Continuously collected ambulatory psychological data are fused with data on location and responses to questions. Now, can you think about, <laughs> is that so typically liberal? But think about if this is actually developed how mandatory this becomes under Obamacare. Does that mean you have to, does that mean everybody is going to get this psychological status test? Jeez. How government is trying to control what you think is another headline. Uh, And, well, this is basically Obama uh, using the whole idea of White House power to plant seeds of information, to, well, not necessarily a willing to listen, but if everybody's so busy doing stuff and there's really no time to actually dig in and do some homework and to pay attention and to learn something new every day, well, that's how this kind of influence takes place. And good, that was a whole sheet we just... pull. Most U.S. Muslims... United States Muslim community would trade the Constitution for Sharia law. So, assimilation. The idea about Ben Carson talking about he would not be in support of a Muslim president unless it was all about the Constitution, unless he renounced Sharia law. Well, half of the U.S. Muslims most, it says, U.S. Muslims would trade the Constitution for Sharia law. So much for assimilation. Democratic mayors are asking Obama for more refugees. <laughs> I wonder how many of these are sanctuary cities. Mayors from 18 U.S. cities signed a letter to President Obama saying they are willing to take even more refugees than what has been proposed by the administration. We will welcome the Syrian families to make homes and new lives in our cities, wrote the mayors, all of whom are part of the Cities United for Immigration Action Coalition. It should be noted, Mayor de Blasio, New York's mayor, reversed his position on the issue within two weeks. They have been spread out over a hundred. Now, Democratic mayors asking Obama for more refugees, what do you think they're going to get if they get more refugees? They want money. They know. That if they say, we'll take more, that money is going, federal aid, federal whatever kind of money, is going to come their way. Resettlement of refugees is raising fears in South Carolina. They don't plan to assimilate. Well, that goes along the headline with U.S. Muslims would rather trade. Most U.S. Muslims would trade the Constitution for Sharia law if that's their attitude, they're not willing to assimilate. The Obama, uh, more emails have been found. The Obama administration discovered a chain of emails that Hill. this is the Obama administration now finding this chain of emails. So these communications between all these, starting with Hillary's email server and depending on who had forwarded emails to that server or who had forwarded emails to other parts of the government from the initiation of, point of Hillary's email server. Uh, And Hillary, of course, calling it another conspiracy theory. Uh, We know all that. Uh, Clinton blames the GOP. Bill Clinton is blaming the GOP and and uh, uh, and the press for his wife's email woes. Well, of course, it's always about Everybody else except the Clinton. I have never seen so much expended on so little, Mr. Clinton said in a taped interview with Fareed Zakaria of CNN. Bill Clinton, what are you doing on that show anyway? She said she was sorry that her personal email caused all this. This is is such a typical Bill Clinton and maybe now Hillary Clinton excuse reasoning. I mean, reason incarnate in existence. There's no such thing in between the ears of Bill Clinton. She said she was sorry that her personal email. I wish I could do a Clinton. She said she was sorry that her personal email caused all this confusion. See, it's all confusing. We're just confused out there. We just don't get it. And if we could get it like Bill and Hillary get it, then everything would just go away. Then we wouldn't be so confused. And she'd like to give the election back to the American people. Mr. Clinton said, I think it will be all right, but it's obvious what happened. It's obvious what happened. In other words, it's obvious that, let's see, how many adults in this country, how many turn on a TV, how many have seen the the daily unloading of all of the stuff that a sixth grader can understand, but it's obvious what happened. It's obvious we're all stupid because we haven't figured it out. It's obvious we're all confused because we haven't figured it out. Mrs. Clinton has said she that she retained no emails from her first two months in office because she used an account that she no longer has access to. Isn't that great? More excuse. The foundation is floundering. Charity is struggling to regain its luster amid political. There are actually some companies who say, this is not something we want to be involved with. All right. The government says it will now use the term sexual rights. The U.S. government says it will begin using the term sexual rights in discussion of human rights and global development statement coming from a none other than U.S. U.N. meeting after years of lobbying from groups who have argued that the U.S. should now show global leadership on the rights of people of all gender identities and sexual orientations. Again, you have to look at unalienable rights. If any sexuality is an unalienable right, then all forms of sexuality are unalienable rights. Sexual behavior is not an unalienable right. And again, we human beings, everything we do from the moment we are old enough to look in a mirror and say, I am who I am. Everything we do from that point on are choices that we make the human the human being's entire experience are a series of choices that lead us to who we become so comparing religious free expression right of free speech to sexual orientation just doesn't make any sense i mean well Behavior? Does that mean any kind of behavior? What about criminal behavior? Is that the next leg? Oh, well, he didn't mean to do it. Uh, He got caught in a series of circumstances and committed that crime. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, he's he's criminal behavior is now an an unalienable. I mean, it just where does this all end? And uh, let's see. That's old Pope news. This is old Pope news. Uh, well, here's a good one. Let's see here. Let's see if I can finish this up before we lose the amount of time. Uh, they want additional compensation for weather-related disasters as well as a displacement. Qu- oh, they want money. As they're running away from the East and heading towards Europe, they want more money for better refugee camps and the last one two in three hispanics opposed increased immigration we've talked about those reasons why that silent majority that's out there these people who have been here for generations they want to pursue their american dream all right we'll see you tomorrow for the last day of the week have a good one